What up, party people? These yo. are your late night party boys, yo, Ross. Yo, 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 and Damien. We're the party boys. We are the party boys. Just before we get into today's guest and today's show, this show is called Late Night Party Boys, and people might not have realised this listening, but you're supposed to listen to this late at night. Yeah. Uh, as soon as the sun sets, not as soon, wait, a few hours after the sun sets, round about midnight, that's late night. I would say later than that, 2am. 2am? I think like, you get the full podcast experience when like you listen to this show at 2am, so... I'd agree. Granted, we, we, can't really we, can't. Cha- we can't really see if you are listening at that you time. You could download this and listen to it whenever... And we don't know. We don't know. You can tell us, oh, yeah, Damien and Ross, yeah, yeah we were listening to this at 2 a.m., sure. And you're listening to it at 1.21 yeah. p.m. On your way to work at 9 a.m. Yeah. Just really disrespecting what we're trying to do here. But obviously we can't control that. It's the honesty system, so we trust you'll do the right thing. And we trust you to do the right thing by continuing to listen to this great episode with today's guest, local Melbourne comedian, Kimberly, Kimberly Lyle. Lyle. She's a very runny, funny girl, and here is her party story. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. Late night party boys. Welcome to another episode of Late Night Party Boys with Damien Vosk and Ross Purdy. We could have this in post, but we'd rather do it ourselves because we're lazy. We're so lazy. Okay, that's enough. Uh, Today on the show, we have Kimberly Lyle, the lovely Kimberly Lyle. Hello. I don't have any sound effects. I got that one. That's it. That's a great sound effect. That's that's all you need. Just a little tepid fart. (laughs) That's... You slip in a fart. <laughs> it a... makes it's you know I've seen I've seen sketches where the only comedic premise is there's farts. Yeah, and, and that is the only one and you they work. arguably need. Oh Just... god! All right, good start. A good start. Good solid start. start. Love it. Solid, solid start. Um, so Kimberly, for those of you out there who don't know her, she's a wonderful comedian going around Melbourne town at the moment. Um, and we're just she's. Great to come on a late night party, boys, mm. which is which is a good time. Yeah. Um, so what have you been up to lately, Kimberly? You're, to? You're, you're fresh off a comedy festival run with the lovely Tessa Ryan. Yes. And you did a show uh, called Going At It, Hammer yes. and Tongs. Yes, Which Going was a sketch it. show. Yeah. I saw it. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. It's I, yeah, I haven't been doing anything since then, but that was a lot of fun. 
Mm. I miss throwing the water, water, tampons, cheese, <laughs> and pasta at audience members, and like dry pasta as well. They yeah. had to duck. You're I like I, I throwing it. stuff at the audience. You're stealing my shtick, Kim. Yeah, that, <laughs> I think that's I'm very stealing much. Stealing everyone's. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think they did that in Shakespeare as well. <laughs> Just through wigs. I told you I was highbrow, everyone. Jesus, Shakespeare. <laughs> I'm doing things Shakespeare did. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ross comparing. Yeah, but because we we do we do absurdist sketch as well, mm. and so yeah, we we love what, messing what do you with call the it? assertive sketch. Absurdist. Oh, sketch. I think you said assertive. I'm like assertive. Oh, I'm gonna start calling it that. <laughs> it's called we don't have jokes, so we just do weird shit. Yeah. We vomit on the audience. <laughs> we make them feel uncomfortable. It's like, good. It, it's it's a lot of fun. Mm. At one stage, yeah, you guys you guys do throw cheese. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I could do with some cheese. I almost ate it. Then you're like, that cheese is bad. Yeah, well, we brought it on the first night, and by, like, night 10, it had been heated up under the lights. Oh. And it was in a packet, so we were like, we'd throw it at people. And then people would always want to eat it, and we'd have to, like, midway through the sketch, yell out, don't eat it. <laughs> and then they thought that was part of the joke, but we were like, no, do not eat it. We can't afford to be sued. Food poisoning can be grounds for Comedy Festival to 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 buy you from venues the next year. Because Russ... Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. I'm going to story what's going yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so you know from experience? No, well, Russ... Uh, you can get complaints if you upset audience members. Oh, really? <laughs> so- I threw some stuff in my solo show last year. Mm. I think it got into the crossfire of people. I think it hit some people. Yeah. Was it oranges? Oranges was one of them. Were they and sliced or were they whole? It was a whole orange. Oh, that I don't actually work. think I hurt anyone, but I actually might have. <laughs> but so far away now, I don't even remember. Oh, they probably don't either. Concussion. Were there casualties? Who knows? But apparently the comedy festival remembered because they called up the venue, cat. the yeah. venue we were at and said, oh, so we see you got Ross Purdy on uh, your thing. Um, he had some complaints last year. Are you sure you want him? Really? So people yeah. complain to comedy festival, they can. not to the venue? Sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. I find it amazing they remembered, but they didn't tell me at the time I got complaints. Yeah, I, they just glossed over it. And it's like, well, it's too late to do anything now. He's thrown so, oranges. That's so uh, fascinating. It also sounds like the Comedy Fest is like this super bitch. Like, are you sure you want him? <laughs> like, like, they're just collectively this like high school teenager. And just imagining <laughs> them as mean girls now. <laughs> yeah, that's what like, I imagine. Yeah, just Regina George you is Comedy Fest. show? <laughs> uh, what he did to those people, he's not hanging out with us anymore. What he did about Australian flag, how disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> there was fake semen all over that thing. I didn't even know if it was fake semen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh, review. That'll always be a f- of your show. Is that uh, the one where you, the guy, the reviewer says, I don't even know if Ross put fake semen on this. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> Is that was what you're Ross's, referencing? That was, yeah, Ross's solo show. <laughs> At <laughs> least I hope it's fake semen. Yeah. So Why you, wouldn't it be? Something tells me you are not like... Low on a budget in the props department. Fake semen, oranges. <laughs> like, where are you getting this stuff? Public indemnity insurance, I assume. Not that last one. No, not the last one. We, we skimp on the insurance. Oh, yeah. Why would you need it when you have <laughs> perfectly good accolades calling comedy fans? Oh, yeah. That's interesting. So, they so must have copped an orange to the face. Um, maybe it was just the fear. You know, sometimes the fear is worse than the impact. Because I know <laughs> Ross, Ross That's very doesn't. Poetic. Ross doesn't have like a threatening arm. Like he doesn't. He's not like a baseball player. He's not going to no. throw it at a hundred kilometers an hour. Mm. Like it's just going to be 
just a little tap to the face. Yeah. You know, and if it's gone through ten shows, it's probably mouldy, so it's probably, nice probably and soft. soft. Yeah. Exactly, more of a softball. Yeah. You know? Well, um, so how'd you get into comedy, Kimberly? How'd you get started, and how long have you been um, doing it now? For I started. I started right at the end of 2011. I did it my first gig, and I just I got into it because I always, I loved comedy. I loved watching like Russell Brand and Billy Connolly and Sarah Silverman. They were the, and Margaret Cho. They were like full yeah. comedian DVDs that I had in my share house, and I just watched them on repeat. And I love comedy, and I I always I wasn't like that fun. Like you know how everyone's like, some people are like the funny one in their group. That yeah. wasn't me, mm. but. Uh, it wasn't me naturally. I certainly tried very hard. So <laughs> I I started to try and make my friends laugh every year, like secret, secretly wanting to be a comedian but not telling them. And then once, like, ten of them hit the, um, oh, you should be a comedian, you should do stand-up comedy. Like, once I got ten of those by different people, I was like, okay, now it's time to go do it. So I just I had to call up the sit-down comedy club in Brisbane. And oh, yes, you're from, yeah, you're from Queensland. You have to call up during, like, office hours to get a gig there and it's and it's very odd and I'm sure it's changed mm. but I did that and I turned up to the gig I saw Aaron Aaron Gox's penis what yeah that was the, my first was that gig part ever. of the act no or was it just out there that was, <laughs> he that was just was, sitting he in a chair wear, he forgot like, to wear pants he forgot to wear underwear it's my Brisbane first, it's hot it's it, chafing it, it this is a classic stitch up guys yeah it was <laughs> such a weird gig it was it was just at a pub where the actual audience were dining people sitting, hmm. not facing you, 20 metres away. Oh, it was a no. massive pub I floor. Hate that. And they were 20 metres away from the stage. And it was, I did all right because I had some friends and family there. I did all right. But hmm. um, it's kind of like that beginner's luck, like not enough to break your soul. Like Yeah. Like you, I feel like most people's first gigs, like the yeah. comedy gods let you have a couple of laughs. Yeah. So you and have And then some they break you down. Sense of self. You love yeah. it. Yeah. And then it's the next 150 gigs that just are <laughs> terrible and yeah. break your soul. Definitely. Uh, also, I yeah. think we glossed over the but, fact uh, Aaron no, was not wearing okay. pants very quickly. <laughs> Let's go we, back to the we, Aaron we, we never, We never dealt with that. What I feel happened? that's important. Well, yeah, I did the gig. It was pretty... It was just a... I don't even... I can't even... I can barely remember it. I know, All I know is I used the mic like a lasso the whole time. I never used a mic. So I was throwing <laughs> the cord out. It was really embarrassing. But um, then I finished the gig and my sister was taking me home. We're walking out to the parking lot and at like heel. I don't know. I don't know if I remember this, this but I'm <laughs> he was sure, in the parking lot. Yeah, everyone. Right, I'm this sure isn't getting... anyone who knows him will will probably know this is true. He was taking a taking a piss, I guess. I guess, oh. but into he thought. I think he thought he was doing it into a garden. But it was really just a concrete bed that stops cars from running into each other in, a, in the parking lot, like the oh. separators. Those little concrete. Like a yeah. Like. Yeah, like the, the little, little yeah, blockade the, thing. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like onto one of those. Okay. And I walked past him and I was like, that was the guy that was on with it, like a mullet and a purple t shirt. And then he was just. Purple pink. rain. Yeah, purple ah. rain. <laughs> and I, I remember my sister being like, oh. Like, my sister was very much like, oh, comedians. Like, are you sure you want to be one of those? And I'm you like, want it? This is where it ends. Yeah, she looks at, she <laughs> looks at This Aaron. could be your life. You're pissing <laughs> on a tiny traffic island yeah. in a parking lot. Yeah. It's a and slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be especially slippery after you piss everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was, that's my first oh, gig. Man. And then I, obviously, I just needed some more of that, that those sweet visuals in my life. Oh, again. my God. Yeah. I stopped for a while. I did it for like three months and then stopped for about a year. Mm. And then 
did it again. Any reason why you stopped or just kind of... Uh, just because I was working nights. Yeah. In Brisbane, I actually... I started in 2011, but in Brisbane, um, until 2014, I probably only did like 15 gigs mm. because I was working nights and I could rarely get the time off. And I also took heaps of time off, so I didn't do too what much. What were you working as? I was working as a... It's, it's, it sounds sus, but I was a hostess at a restaurant, so my job was to make people drink, like, yeah. all the expensive wine. So, like, they'd come in... It's a pretty easy I, job yeah. in Queensland. Yeah, it was. It was The trick is easy. getting them to stop. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I... It sounds like a not, not very ethical job, but that was my job. So what did you do? Like, just walk by and be like, you're oh, thirsty. No. It's kind of like... It's kind of like a Get drinks waitress, but it's like a... A step up in the way that you kind of hang around tables with money, <laughs> like people with money, and like uh, you're there, you're their server, and you have to like let them know which wines they want, and you don't care about the taste. You're just pointing to the most expensive. Wines. Yeah. So you're like, like a sommelier, but with no yeah, qualifications. Yeah, but see, that wasn't my job. It was like, like a poor man's sommelier, I guess. You're like, it like was, what wine did go good with this yeah. one? Uh, the one with the most zeros after it. Exactly, and then <laughs> just, I'd, like, just buy anything. I'd seat people and stuff and then do their bills and that was pretty much it, yeah. Yeah. And then I also, I had, yeah, a lot of hospitality jobs, so they're soul-crushing. Oh, too real. All right, do. too yeah. real. And, yeah, then you moved to Melbourne. Yeah, then I moved to Melbourne and uh, I, I just loved comedy here. I loved it so much, mm. yeah. I remember I went to the open mic, Ben Vanell's in Imperial open mic. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I loved that I went there to sign up as a complete random. There are groups of people, and I could tell who the comedians were. And I remember Blake Freeman, and it was, yeah, it was Blake and Adam Knox and Ben Vanell, and they were all around there, and they could see me, like, kind of lurking around and being a bit, like, shy. Mm. And they were, I think Ben actually, he was like, Come, are you here to sign up? And I'm like, Yeah, yeah. And then they started talking to me, and they were so friendly, and I'd never encountered that in Brisbane. Like, these three dudes were just like, oh, what's your name? Where are you from? And like, mm. they were like, yeah, we'll put you on. And then they were like the friendliest people ever. And they started talking to me and that was really nice. And then we just went up and did, did the show and I waited like three hours to pretty much bomb. But oh, yeah. everyone was kind. Yeah. But I loved it. It was fun. That's the main thing. Well, at least yeah. that was, you had a good experience first time in Brisbane yeah. and here. Yeah. You didn't see any penises after the show, though. No, I was okay, looking for Aaron. That's good. There. No. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> It's like, where's your parking lot? At that here? point, Aaron learned yeah. to put on pants and stuff. Yeah. I saw Adam Knox do, like, a very... It's kind of unheard of now, like, his straight stand-up. Yeah. Like, his older style of stand-up, which was which is kind of rare. As rare as Aaron Knox's penis in a parking lot, maybe. But that was pretty much it. Oh, man. <sighs> and so, what are, your, what are your future plans at the moment? Are you going to do another show with Tessa? Uh, yeah. I've, well, look, we haven't talked about anything, but... We like to work together and we write together all the time. Like, mm. when the, even when there's no shows coming up, we just we go and play pool and just write. And, oh, do you um, play pool at the joint? She yes, loves we do. the joint. Yeah. She's she's yeah. there when even when comedy is not on there. She if I'm like, there, if I want to visit Tessa, I'll just drop into that just bar drop in, and yeah. she'll just be on the counter, she just chilling. There. You hear that, listeners? If you want to visit Tessa Ryan, go to the joint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> joint bar, there's pool, there's cheap pizzas, there's comedy on Tuesdays. Yeah. 
It's a good time. It's a great time. It's yeah. called vagina, but they don't sell joints because marijuana is illegal. It's they still do. Illegal here. They, they they have alcohol though. So they do. They have alcohol. And if you go to the alley behind the joint, there's usually <laughs> backpackers with joints. Yeah. But you didn't hear that from me. No. But you did hear it from me. So Ross and is above the law. <laughs> Ross isn't classified as an Australian citizen, so the laws don't apply to him. I think that's how it works. I'm um, pretty sure yeah, that's Yeah, definitely come to the joint. I, I feel like, what am I, am I saying? We're not, not sponsored by the joint at all. It sounds like you're sponsored by a joint, though. <laughs> Just Probably. <laughs> Go to the joint. You can get a good old palmer with your drinks, a little bit of, pot, of a pot, a pint, anything. Like, Go play some pool. Yep. The joint bar, it's a great place to be. <laughs> It is. The joint bar sponsors we, of late night party boys. <laughs> yeah, when are you going to bring back to the party? We are never, we are never going to get any sponsors. <laughs> if you've heard, if you've heard that plug. <laughs> Maybe you can get. I don't know. They sell pure blondes pretty cheap. Maybe you can get a oh, pure yeah. blonde sponsor. They, I, I'm pure a big blonde. fan of their karaoke after the comedy oh, on yeah, Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm a, I'm a huge. I karaoke tried to fan. sing Britney Spears "Toxic" with Jonathan Schuster. And mm. let's just put it this way, he was a lot better than me. Really? Yeah. <coughs> like, I feel like every woman, oh, I don't know. I feel like m- most people actually probably have this thing in them where they think they can sing as high as the toxic part. In oh, yeah. The, the, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I felt do like it. Let's do it. Let's do it together. Do Kim, let's no, do it. No. Okay. the tears on your lips, now I'm running that's, that's You're toxic. I'm sipping down. Tears of the birds I'm addicted to you. I think maybe there's strength in numbers because yeah, we, that was all right. Yeah, but I was, I just, I was like, I can definitely do it. I, I can think do it, that. You know I why? Chose the song. I've, I, I used to have some singing classes, mm-hmm. and I think it's like when you, when you think about hitting that note, mm. you always like stretch to reach it, and your throat actually tightens up. And oh. you can't hit it. Whereas if you just do it, then you're fine. Just do it. It's like not thinking. Don't, don't, don't overthink yeah, it. Just don't yeah. overthink don't it. It's Nike. like that's part of it. Yeah. You get sponsored by Nike. Just do it. Uh, yeah, that's Nike it. sponsors of late night party boys. <laughs> it's the shoes of partying. If you're rocking up to <laughs> a party, make sure you're wearing your Nike kicks. Yeah. Put on a Nike. Go to the joint bar. Get a pure blonde. <laughs> Tell them Ross from late night party boys sent you. You'll get no discount at all. I have no. Uh, le- le- uh, I'll sway there. <laughs> uh, well, we, we did mention parties. This is a mm-hmm. podcast where we get comedians to share their party stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've you've got one that you you've prepared, and yeah. you're going to tell us about it. Um, so yeah. what we what we do we get the comedian guest mm-hmm. to give us five dot points about their party. They tell us the party story, and we write a sketch with them in it. So. The five dot points Kimberly gave us were, one, ran into a glass door in front of the whole party. Two, lost my phone in the lounge room. Three, choked on the smoke machine fog. Four, dropped a pouch of tobacco on a trampoline that a dude then jumped on and spilled everywhere. The tobacco was gone and never to be seen again. And number five, watched three friends begin a threesome in the toilet while I was busting. So... We will now hear Kimberly Lyle's late night party story. <laughs> well, I guess I, I mean, this was like a, a shitty party. Like I've, what? Had, I've had some oh. good ones, but this was this is like a shitty party. But I think it's because I think it's just because everything that could have gone wrong did. 
it was a, a party of North Kids somewhere, and um, I guess I turned up with you know high hopes and a lot of like champagne and just it <laughs> nothing turned out like no, I, I even had a fight with my then partner. It was like we were sitting, we were all trying to get high. I remember the first bit. It was one of those really clicky parties, so mm. we were like, okay, well let's you know start getting drunk, and then well I think all my friends were trying to get high on the trampoline. And they needed some tobacco. <laughs> like high as in elevation? High as in the joint. Okay. As in joint of, bar. A little bit of both. As in, <laughs> as in comedy at the joint bar where for yeah. all your joints. And Go to the joint. Yeah. <laughs> we were drinking Peronis, wearing our Nikes, oh, yeah. as you do. And um, no, it's, yeah, we're sitting on the trampoline and no one's really talking to each other. You're like, you know, there's really clicky parties where yeah. you're like, okay, we all need to get a bit more drunk. But getting like, high is the most social thing you can do. Well, yeah. Because you, you pass see, it not, around. I, it's it's not for me because I just want to watch Harry Potter and take a shower. Like, that, I, <laughs> weed's never going to be for me. I'm never going to get social on it. But um, all my friends were trying to get high and they needed some tobacco and I was a smoker. Mm. So I remember trying to get some tobacco out of my pouch and I dropped it all over the trampoline and we were all just sitting on it. So I thought, no dramas. I'll It'll collect be easy this to, later. Yeah. And because I needed some for their joint. And then these two dudes stand up and start jumping while we're all on this massive trampoline, which makes me freak out because that I'm anxious at the best of times. But all my tobacco just goes straight from the trampoline to the ground. And then I'm like, great, no cigarettes for the rest of the night. And then also we're all like falling off. There's dudes like falling on us. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'll just, I'll go inside. I'll make a drink. How big was this trampoline? It was massive. It was a massive trampoline, but there were also like ten people on it. So yeah. you know when it's so it there's so many people sinks. on it that you're on the ground, like your ass touches the ground because the oh, trampoline's just. Was it an in-ground in. trampoline? No, no. It was just really. It was really like it's probably like half a meter off the ground. It was very low. It was just like a random backyard. Half trampoline. a meter. Well, this yeah. sounds like if it's that big and it's only half a meter off the ground, that just. It's, it's. It looked like a clown one, like you know. Those, was it a circle? Yeah, but like it was a massive, like family one. It was. A, I can't explain the trampoline, but it was. It was awful. It was an awful experience. And then. Mm. Springless, so like, springless, or was it? Sounds like a springless. I don't sounds even like know. it doesn't know what it's doing. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't. I don't know. It's a trampoline going through a crisis. Doesn't know what it is. <laughs> That's an identity crisis. <laughs> I don't think it wants to be labelled. But uh, yeah, it was like so. It's dark, and then. Um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go fix a drink. So I go inside to get a drink, and there's this massive clear um, door, and I go in the kitchen, I make a drink, and I'm about to carry it out. Everyone's out in the backyard, and I'm about to carry this drink out through the door, and it's clear as... So obviously I'm about to run into it, and people can see that from the other side. And one of my friends, I remember saying, hey, everyone, look, Kim's got to do it. And then... (laughs) She's like, yeah, I'm going to drink yeah. this drink. And I'm coming for you. I had no idea what they were talking about. And then, bam, run straight into the clear oh. door. Everyone's laughing at me. And, like, it was one of those things where you're like, people have been running into the door all night, but mine was <laughs> clearly the most funny because everyone was looking at it. And you were carrying and, drinks. Yeah. Did they, they obviously spilled? I, ran, I went forehead first. Yeah, I, only a little bit, though, but it just looks stupid. It looks so How dumb. How did you go forehead first if you're carrying drinks? Because you're know. carrying them out front. I think I had like... my hand out to open the like, door. So, oh, I don't know. If that's something. I have no idea. But What was your posture like if you went forehead? <laughs> Were you just hunched I over? Know. Well, I remember I hitting quote. my head. Maybe I, didn't, maybe I went like something else and then head, but I remember yeah. hitting my head and being like so embarrassed but also sore and then... Everyone saw and everyone was laughing. Aww. And it just, like, it never got old. 
You know, when you're like, oh, ha, ha, yeah, right. Because I would have laughed. If that was anyone else, I would have, like... Oh, yeah, it's a spectacular thing when someone runs into a glass door. But, like, I come out and everyone's like, oh, my God, that was so funny. And, like, no (laughs) one... You should be a comedian. They never let it go. That should be your whole act, running into glass doors. You know what? I really should... God. Glass doors, glass ceilings. I should challenge it. (laughs) Just break through it. You shouldn't be like, I'll shoot you. Yeah, just... um, You broke my door, man. It's fucked. But I remember being so frustrated because no one would let me live it down. Like, yeah. the whole night, I was like, you're the girl that... Re- you're the girl that... You're the-. Hey, door like, girl. But everyone was running into it, and I'm like, why is mine the funniest? Anyway, <laughs> I um, I was trying to get, like... I think I was just trying to get drunk and trying to get, like, some anonymity from the door incident. So I, I go into the lounge room. <laughs> get a drink to forget this. Yeah, I, I hated that party. Block out the memories. freaking Northgate party. Fuck yeah. you, Northgate. I blame Northgate. I'd never been to that suburb before. Think, that I mean, if Kimberly it's a- Isle here, folks. <laughs> fuck Northgate. Yeah, fuck it. You also think, like, if it's, you know, Northgate's pretty trendy, they're mm. probably hipsters, let's face it. Yeah. Like, how is their door so clean? That's what I didn't understand. There's something wrong there. Like, if you're in a proper share house, mm. everything's filthy. Yeah. Like, they're doing hipsterdom wrong. We, we take the time to, like, clean the glass doors, you know what I mean? You know? I, I have no idea. Oh, what are they doing with a clean door? It is surprising. Because the rest of the house is like one of those... It was a typical share house where like... The rest of the house was filthy, right? Yeah. Like tiles missing in the bathroom and everything. Yeah. yeah. Typical. So Maybe, busy. I reckon, so... I reckon they're just like, hey guys, we can't like rest in our personalities to entertain everyone at this party. <laughs> so I think we just clean one of these doors <laughs> really, really well. And... We'll just let people run into it, and that'll be our entertainment. But you know what? I st- <laughs> this is we can't afford people like entertainers to come, so hopefully we, someone gets drunk we, enough, they run into a glass door. <laughs> I haven't made a playlist either because I don't want to be judged on my taste in music, as all our friends will totally do. But so, you know, glass you know door. <laughs> I like the glass door idea, but you know what? They would have made a playlist. Yeah, they did, like they a do. trans playlist. No, a trans? no lyrics. Like, they were the kind of people that would oh, listen to music trans. with no lyrics for 10 hours straight. <laughs> I hate that. Damien hates trance. No wonder they're getting high. It's the only yeah. way you can listen to trance music. Trance is, um, it's quite awful. I'm it not is. a fan of it. G- I need, like, Madonna, like, a prayer to play at least once. Oh, yeah. I need gay clubbing music. We have the same taste in music. Yeah. Like, you, we have danced a lot yeah. on the dance floor. We get it. You, need you want something lyrics. you can sing to. Yeah. Or get a good groove on too, but also have a catchy chorus that you mm. feel a part of. I'm going to be contrarian just for the sake of it and say trance music is great. You guys just don't get it. There's many layers to it. What? You know, there's like, many layers to its lack of substance. There's like three <laughs> layers. There's like, there's like the highest. Is it terrible to listen to? Yes. It. I think you have to literally be chewing your face off on MD to enjoy it. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, but still, definitely. <laughs> oh. That's crazy. Yeah, right. so I, I walk into the lounge room. I'm like, okay, this night can turn around. But I needed to, like, just make sure, just and have a moment where I wasn't that girl that ran into the glass door. Because <laughs> like, just that so wasn't weird. me. <laughs> this was, like, three years ago. And so, like, I'm not like a, I'm not like a person that's, like, will get embarrassed and, like, I have to go home straight away. I'm pretty, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Who gives a fuck? But I was really surprised that, like, they are not letting me live this down. I'm like, this is fucked. Like, it's so weird that they... Like, Just care that you. much? Yeah. I was like, oh, yes, I ran into a door. I'll be the first to laugh at that. It's funny. But, mm. um, like, I was door girl. And then I walk into the land room and there's, there's a fog machine. So I'm like, great. I 
can just blend in here. <laughs> I can hide out in the yeah. fog. <laughs> there was shitty music. Hide my and a, shame. And a fog <laughs> machine. And, like, that, you know, like, typical share house, like, shit coming down from the, like, like streamers coming down from the roof just uh, to make it more ambient or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm trying to have a dance there. And I, the fog machine... I'm going right near the fog machine because it kind of smells like vanilla or something, and I like. I the read smell. this up, so I did some research for oh, this really? podcast. So oh, I'm just awesome. like, can a fog machine actually? Because we've got a part. You'll you'll see it when yeah, you read yeah. it. I'm just like, could hypothetically a fog machine get you high? Ah. Uh, so I googled it. It's pretty much just glucose. Like it's glucose that's, why that's it pumped in the air. That's why it smells sweet. Yeah. So yeah, you actually. Oh yeah, gotta get some just, glucose. You can just get a sweet little feed off one of those. Oh yeah. Go to a party, get some <laughs> glucose, baby. Put your mouth around it. Just get a little bit of glucky in there. That's so funny because I love the smell of fog, mach- uh, fog machine. So mm. I love it, and um, I like I don't have asthma or anything, but I know that if you have asthma, it's pretty bad to be around them. But I was obviously trying to follow that. I was kind of drunk, trying to follow the smell because I was like, "Mummy needs, mummy needs some medication." <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I was like, "That smells nice." So I, I walk, like, right near it, and then, um, I think I bent down because I know I don't know what I was doing, but I was in amongst all this fog, and I've never done this before. Like, I've never really choked mm. on fog before, but I was like, <clears throat> and I think I was taking a drink, oh, no. so, and I just. Like just started splattering everywhere. Oh, no. How would they take that? They're uh, like, "Hey, door girl, can't handle her fog." Well, I liked know, it better when she was just running into doors. Yeah. <laughs> I liked her old stick. It was so embarrassing. But you know, when you start coughing so much that you're gonna be fine. Like, yeah. You're not gonna die, but you can't stop for for like a minute. You can't stop, and p- people get alarmed because oh, like your yeah. eyes are watering and stuff. Oh. And like they come over and you're like, no, don't leave me for just like when a bit of spit goes down the wrong passage, and then you're just out of nowhere, you're coughing and your eyes are watering, and everyone's just concerned. Well, like it wasn't not heaps of people turn around, but I think just like one dude was like, you're right. But it was enough for me to be like, he's like, oh, door girl, and he's like, you're right, and I'm like, (laughs) and I couldn't say it was fine, and then (laughs) I just felt like such a noob, and then I I think that was pretty like non. Like, it wasn't monumental as a thing in and of itself, but I remember just being like, fucking hell, this party sucks. It oh, fucking sucks. You've not had a good time no, so far. No. And I ended up, when I'd bent down, I don't know for what reason I bent down, but actually my phone was in my pocket and mm. it, when I bent it kind of fell out and I didn't know that I'd lost my phone. Um, like, and I must have left it under a couch in the fog machine. I couldn't find my phone for the rest of the night. And I was looking for my friends to go home and I was really busting. This is the, mm. this is the last bit. I was, like, trying to enjoy this party, but I, I hated it. And I was like, I've got to go home. And I was busting to go to the loo. And I'm walking through the bathroom. And it's that typical party scene where, like, there's so much alcohol has been spilled on the floor. People's shoes. It's, like, muddy and sloshy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's disgusting. And I'm walking through them. And I see one of them, I see my housemate, a housemate of mine, and two other girls that I know walking in the toilet. And then they're making out. And I'm like, oh, hang on, I need to go in there and pee. And then I'm like, can I just pee? And then I go in and pee, but they're still in front of me, mm. making out. Like, I think I was too drunk to like be like, come on, guys. I was just like, whatever, yeah, move on. And I was so drunk that I didn't really, like, it didn't hit me that all my friends were beginning a threesome. Like, that was the, <laughs> that was the moment that they all hooked up. Um, and then I left the toilet, and then they closed the door, and they were all hooking up. And then the next day I found out they had a threesome together. There you go. Yeah. They didn't even invite you? Yeah. That's they rude. Didn't. It's all right. I, mean, I, I wouldn't have been up for it after that night. I oh. would not have been up for it. 
They're just like, we're not going to have a threesome with door girl. <laughs> yeah, not, not door girl. I mean, Whoa. The coffee is Whoa. watery girl. I mean, we have Free standards. <laughs> yeah. Free company, force a crowd. <laughs> I think that's the saying. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, definitely force like, a crowd. You, yeah. And so that was the, that's the, that's one of the most memorable parties. I've had some other parties where like fun stuff has happened, but hmm. I think the, the fun stuff is like not as impactful. Yeah, sometimes like, oh, when I met nights... someone beautiful, we made out, and then we all glad wrapped my friend's car. And it was so much fun. Like, that's not as impactful. <laughs> it's like it's a bit like shut up. You had a good time. Yeah, Big deal. Exactly. Like uh, talking about glad wrapping cars, I almost did that to someone. Mm. Um, so what? I had this guy who he was a bit of the the tool. He was doing engineering at Monash, and one day we were all hanging out at the bar, and he he thought he'd like play a, like eh, look. It's not a bad prank, but it's just a real douche prank. So he, like, takes a sip of his beer, gets out his cigarette lighter, is like, hey, watch this, and he pretends to light it on fire, but he actually just spits beer in your face, which is... Oh, yeah, that so he's like, he's like, Yeah, prank. he's like, I'm going to light my beer on fire, and you're like, that won't work, but then he just uses it as an excuse to spit beer in your the face. Yeah. So, in theory, has comedic elements, <laughs> but I in was theory. so angry. I was just like, I'm going to get him back. That's, and I was going to glad wrap his car, mm. and I planned it all and everything, and I was going to put dog poop under his door handle, so he gets it all off, and then he goes to open it, and then he's like, ah, got poop on my hands. And I was planning this for a long time. And I, I love that that's your, like, Like, that's the piece de la resistance. Oh, I got poop on my hands. Like, the like, glad wrap isn't enough. you got to add a little bit more wrap. just to get it to that level. Just not, it isn't enough. I'm just like, anyway. So, I, I'm one of those people where, like, he just saw me, like, he heard from other people. Not not what I was going to do, but he's like, oh, it's going to be big. And he got really scared. So, he, he came up to me, he's like, apologised to me. He's like, look, man, I'm so sorry. He's like, whatever you're doing, let's just call it quits. <laughs> like, let's just forget about this. Mm-hmm. So, it, he, he he pleaded with me because he just didn't... I think it was the not knowing that scared him the most. Like, so I just so don't know you're what emo- he's going to do. Your prank was emotional torture. It is. The, the real prank was just emotional torture. And he just didn't know if I was going to do it for, like, long enough that he just freaked him out. Yeah. And so he he apologised profusely and I never ended up doing it. Ugh. That's what I'm going to do to someone. So Glad Rap, is that another sponsor for Late Night Party Boys? Yep, yeah. Late Night Party Boys, sponsored Glad by Glad Rap, for all yeah. your party prank needs. Use it as a carrot on a stick if you want to emotionally torture someone who's really just... Ugh. <laughs> the <Okay>. worst. <laughs> Spitting beer in someone's face is such a dog act. Well, we've, um... We've written a little sketchy sketch mm-hmm. based on those five dot points. Okay. So we're going to give you the script. You have okay. never seen this script before. Mm-hmm. Is that correct, Kimberly? I can confirm. Um, you'll be reading the part of Kimberly Lyle. Okay, I'm glad. So just practice the scroll because, you know, every computer's different. Well, we're not sure you can actually play the role, but we we have we have high hopes that you can, that you can pull off the role of Kimberly Lyle. Kimberly Lyle. Okay. <laughs> or Isle. I said oil. I said oil. I realized, but I made it up for the second time. Because you know, we're in what? What? You know what? What things are in aisles? Doors. And you're a door girl. You'll always door be door girl. girl to us. Stop reminding her of her trauma, Damien. I'm it's... sorry. I'm all about emotional torture. Haven't you re- realized that about me? <laughs> Why is it glad wrap all over our equipment? Because I had a fun party. You guys Ooh. got pranked. All right. All right. Oh, I'm we did. We, yeah. You ready, Kimberly? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get this Am started. Am I doing this as me, or do I get to be? Uh, uh, do I get to act? 
You, you can, you can, be, you can yourself. be yourself. You can bring out your own character, okay. however you interpret your... However you visualise the way people see you. All right. I want, just, just take that. Just door girl, really. All right. <laughs> Exterior, Dr. Party's bachelor pad, backyard night. Dr. Party, a man wearing LMFAO-style glasses with a lab coat and a cheap $2 gag stethoscope, stands before his party guests, including Kimberly, with his hype man, Lil Chinwag, by his side, who wears a gold necklace that says the same. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone and everything in between, welcome to Dr. Party's Saturday Night Shenanigans. You're all in for a good time, because the doctor is in, baby. Welcome to my operating theatre, this bachelor pad. The x-ray machine, this peephole in the toilet. <laughs> the scalpel, this credit card I used to rack up the good shit. The pharmacy, this bar. We got uppers, downers, screamers, laughers. Also a quarter tequila, a quarter rum, and a case of beer. A pint of raw ether, and two dozen apples. I've, uh, I've run out of analogies. But you get the gist. Party on, everyone. Yo, 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 Dr. Party and his boy, Little Chinwag, Professor of the Powwow, here for all your partying needs, woo! I cannot believe I finally scored an invite to one of Dr. Party's parties. Yeah, but I hear they aren't as good as they used to be. I mean, in its heyday, they had a jumping castle. Now all they have is a trampoline, the sad adult version of a jumping castle. Still, though, it's pretty cool. I guess. Do you want to get some shots and get our bounce on? Uh, OM Gogglebox, yes. <laughs> Kimberly and Damien head over to the trampoline where they join the end of a long line. Ah, oh, how is the line for the trampoline so long? Hey, good things take time. Ugh, kill me. Okay, you want one of my cigarettes while we wait? Yes, please. The nicotine soothes me and reminds me the calming embrace of death is never far off. I love these warnings. Look at this guy. All limp in a bed, scabs on his body, teeth gone, hooked up to some machines. <laughs> ah, his struggle's almost over. Awesome. I'll pop this packy of tobacco down here and I'll roll us up a couple. Kimberly paces the tobacco on the edge of the trampoline and starts rolling. Meanwhile on the trampoline, two guys, John and Derek, are having the time of their lives. Yippee! Woohoo! Yippee! Woohoo! John and John, John Boyo, you ain't gonna jump as high as me. Yippee! <laughs> as if, Derry D. Derek. <laughs> I'm gonna jump just as high, if not higher. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Yippee! I thought I'd take the time to tell you I forgot to pay our rent for the last two months, and we're getting evicted tomorrow. What? Yippee! What? Uh, yeah, yeah, for the past two months. Two months on the rent. I spent it on fancy cheese and fancy butter to go with it. I need it both. It's how they suck you in. Yippee! Fancy cheese is why I'm going to be homeless tomorrow? And you thought you'd tell me now? On the trampoline? The most sacred of land? I'm sorry, man. There's no excuse, but I thought I'd tell you now on this trampoline. Just, you know, so you can jump out your frustrations. This is meant to be a place of fun, not a place of anger. I can't believe you'd sully, you sully this great place. Now you and fancy cheese is all I can think about while I'm on here. I'm sorry, John. No, Derek. Just no. Whoa. 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 Oh, no. no. We're, We're falling, falling at, at the, the same, same rate. We're, We're going to double bounce. <laughs> <laughs> the tobacco resting on the side is double bounce, too. 
John, Derek, and the tobacco all fly off the trampoline and into our hearts. R.I.P. John, Derek, and the t tobacco pouch. Ross walks by Derek and John. Man, these guys are fucked up. Dr. Party's parties are insane. No, no, no. Me darries. Me sweet pouch of darries. No, I'll never get to experience the negative long-term effects of tobacco use. Dr. Party approaches Kimberly, almost godlike, seemingly out of nowhere, with little chinwag by his side. Yo, Chiquita. <laughs> I heard you're out of darries. No cigarettes, no party. Yeah. Well, say no more. Dr. Party to the rescue. Follow this guy. Here's a little trick I picked up at university when I studied abroad in the Philippines. He's been places, yo. Different places to this one, yo. Dr. Party leads everyone inside into the dance floor. Interior, Dr. Party's bachelor pad, dance floor night. Dr. Party leads them all to the smoke machine on the side of the dance floor. Yo, check this shit out. Dr. Party kneels down next to the smoke machine and starts inhaling the fog. That's the good shit. Have a hit. Damien kneels down and joins Dr. Party inhaling the fog. Who mama? This is the very same fog machine that Nikki Six got high off on the 1992 Motley Crue World Tour. Kimberly looks around nervously, not really wanting to inhale the smoke, but quickly grows desperate and kneels down with him and starts inhaling the smoke, but quickly starts coughing. Don't you feel part of rock music history now? <coughs> this is awful. Does it do anything? Yeah, same thing as cigarettes, I assume. You're coughing, so it can't be good for you, which means it's gotta be fun. That's one of the many things I learned at Partey University. Well, it did nothing for me. Well, damn it, I lost my phone with this stupid fog everywhere. Can you two help me look for it? Kimberly begins looking around for dance floor as Damien and Dr. Party look on, mouths full of fog. No time. We too busy smoking in the boys' room. You know what I mean. Uh, where's my phone? Phony, phony, phone, phone. Ah, this is so stupid. This is so foggy, I can't see anything. Suddenly, Kimberly stops looking at her phone as a sudden wave of needing to go to the toilet real bad bad overcomes her. <laughs> ah, my bladder's become a super soaker. If that super soaker was filled with urine. Kimberly rushes over to, the, to a bathroom. She goes to a toilet cubicle and manically knocks on the door. Interior bathroom's door night. Let me in, I'm a bursting. <laughs> Jamie opens the door slightly and peeks her head out. Uh, no. Could you go away? We're trying to get a threesome started in here. I really need to go, please. Look, you do not understand the intricacies of starting a threesome in a toilet cubicle. <laughs> it involves a heap of discussion about boundaries. Please. I really need for you to go. Like, you're killing the mood. It's hard enough to fit three people in a toilet cubicle, let alone set the mood. The, other, the door opens a bit more as the other two poke their head out. We worked really hard to set up a really romantic atmosphere in this cubicle. Yeah, we moved the poppery from the counter into the cubicle to mask the odour and everything. Use the bedroom if you want to have some hot, nasty monkey slop, pop and glop. There's a lot of organisation that goes in... There's a lot of organisation that goes into this. Should we be doing this in a more hygienic area? Probably. But we're horny now! By the time we move to the bed, I might lose my libido. The bedroom is just upstairs. It's a two-minute walk. You Get do back. not. You do not know how fickle my libido is. I'm already at half-mast <laughs> just because of this conversation. 
Can we wrap this up so I can wrap up my half chub up and get started? This needs to go down now. Look, if you don't let me in, the only thing that'll be going down is urine. Down my leg. Urine. Urine down my leg. Trickling. That was better in my head. Go pee somewhere else. Why don't you use the bedroom? There's no toilet up there, and I'm not going to wet the bed. I'm getting too old for that shit. Ugh, you guys are the worst. Could you just go, Kimberly? We're all going to Bone Town! Wait, that's not right. But Bone Area? The, the Bone Vicinity. Bone Dome! That's it. We're all going to the Bone Dome. Hi, I'm Ross of Late Night Party Boys. It's kind of weird, but I wrote myself into the threesome scene. Like, what am I doing? Is this some sort of attempt at weird wish fulfillment? What's wrong with me, am I right? Well, really, I think it's more I haven't done much, and I was too lazy to think of another name. You might think this is me talking normally as myself and not reading off a script. No. I wrote all of this into the script. The time it would have took just to think of a different name and using another person and nothing and everything and having me explain all this, you know, we would have saved a lot of time. We really would have. But no, we're getting really meta and self-indulgent. Yeah, this is a little bit weird. That's not Kimberly commenting on this. That is Kimberly also reading off the script. And this expl explanation, was it also written in the script? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Now go out and pee somewhere else, you little scamp. Kimberly... Little <laughs> scamp. Kimberly runs out and frantically searches for a bathroom. After being unable to find a place, she realises her only option is the backyard. The pressure in her bladder is mounting. The race is on, and she makes a break for the garden when... BANG! She's running to the glass door, and everyone looks over and stares at her. Everyone. Dr. Party and Damien, the people from the threesome. <laughs> Feeling the embarrassment, urine starts trickling down her leg, and she makes a further embarrassment of herself. After a moment, unwilling to be deterred, she goes to stand up on the kitchen table. Advanced Australia Fair begins playing. Did I just pee-pee in my pantaloons? You bet you sweet bippy I did. But I don't want to just stand here, urine-soaked as I am, to be judged by all of you. Can any of you truly, truly say your bladder hasn't given out and you got piss all over yourself? You probably have. You probably have. You definitely have. All of history's greats have peed their pants. Albert Einstein, Isaac Newton, true Aussie legends have as well. Ned Kelly cared not for upholding conventional laws. You think he cared about maintaining urine, uh, urinary etiquette? I'm a goddamn Aussie outlaw, a friggin' bushranger of piss. <laughs> we need to follow our bliss. Be not afraid to piss. I won't stop pissing in my pants until society stops pissing in its pants. Put on some clean underwear of unity and compassion for all. Everyone is taken aback. The van all begin to cheer wildly. Dr. Party sheds a tear in pride and also joins Kimberly on the kitchen table. Kimberly's brave, yet incredibly embarrassing. Incredibly... Incredibly, incredibly embarrassing display has inspired me to come clean. I'm not actually Dr. Party. I'm not a doctor at all. I'm... I'm Jeff. I actually never went to Party University. I only have a certificate three from Party Tafe. Everyone gasps in shock. They all begin to turn on Dr. Party Jeff. Tafe's not a real learning institution. There's a Jeff on my work. That's not impressive at all. There's a guy on my mixed netball team called Jeff. Jeff is just the name of one of the Wiggles. Little Chinwag steps forward. Look, Dr. Party. I mean, 
Seeing as you're not a real doctor, I guess it's just death. I need to go find a real party doctor to hot man for, you know? I mean, I mean, you know. I understand. I'm sorry. There is no such thing as party university. I don't even think there's a party tape. So it makes no sense why he's lying about that too. I mean, surely you people seriously don't think you can get a PhD in partying. This is clearly a shtick he was doing. Like, what's wrong with you people? Alex stares at everyone in judgment as the party gets an awkward tension. I would like a change of pants, please. Finn. Finn. Executive producer Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Bunch of credits. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, Bob Weinstein. All the Weinsteins. All the Weinstein Company. Miramax. Coen Brothers. Coen Brothers. Other people who make movies. Judd Apatow, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got a hand in everything. <laughs> so, does. there you go. That was your late night party story. I loved it. I love my speech. Your speech? Yeah. <laughs> a fucking Aussie outlook. Yeah. A bush ranger of piss. That's, I like that. That's my favourite line yeah. in the whole thing. I like it. So, any comments? That was actually pretty accurate because you lost your phone That in was the amazingly room. seamless, the way you, you pulled that together. Well, the threesome you. part was my favourite, the way... Because to this day, I'm always like... I get when you're drunk like, and when shit's heating up, you've got to just ta- like fly with it, but... There were other rooms. <laughs> the toilet was not the only room. Yeah. Well, I've done it everywhere else. I need to do it in the toilet. I think it's because they were all friends of mine and they all it was probably weird that they were doing it. Mm. So I think they thought if they were just peeing together, it would like that would look less sus than really? three people. Us all peeing together in a cubicle looks less suspicious. Yeah, than just then, even yeah. though they weren't peeing, they were clearly like starting like beginning sex. So Mm. I like that. The, you know, the, I like the bit about like how it's you know, that you got to discuss boundaries and you've done all the groundwork in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. I, what do people think? Yeah, I mean, you know, the toilet. When you, when you gotta go, I guess it fuck. Makes, you it gotta makes, go fuck. I mean, it makes the cleanup easier. You can just hose the place down. But True. still, I mean, is that the and appeal? you got a chair? I like a, a good sit. <clears throat> yeah, the toilet. Oh. Use your chair. <laughs> I mean. I feel the bush ranger are pissed like I am. <laughs> every every chair is a toilet, really. I mean, you could always go for the Blumpkin. No one. The I've, Blumpkin. Yeah. What's that it's name? an awful name. It's. What is the Blumpkin? It's the I most call, horrible thing I've oh ever heard. Oh my god! Of. I call my girlfriend Blumpkin as a cute name. You do? Name. Yeah, oh like, no, no! Not cute at all. Oh my god! What does it mean? <laughs> okay, do you want me to give you the actual definition? Yeah, we call you it? urban dictionarying. Yeah. It. Oh my god! I call that as like a cute name, like Blumpkin, Blumpkin, Pumpkin, Plum. Should I oh stop? I'll, I'll stick to pumpkin. I'll yeah, stick pumpkin, to... blumpkin, something very different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Urban Dictionary. I, I just don't want to give it... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the example. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, no. This is... Okay, this is what it means. How did this podcast... Read, read, the, read the first one. No, the example. I've been calling the woman that I love a blumpkin. Oh, God. <laughs> it's receiving a... Bl- <laughs> okay, blumpkin. Receiving oral sex while taking a shit. Um, see, <laughs> see also Crumpkin. Yeah, checks out. She is <laughs> yeah. my Blumpkin. <laughs> oh, you're like, no, no, that, that, that nickname's yeah. accurate. We've done yeah. that. Okay, oh, yeah. the example. She agreed to give me a Blumpkin as long as Hot Carl came to visit. Um, also see definition for Hot Carl. Um, we're not going to do that. Oh, please. You know oh, what a Cleveland <clears throat> steamer is? No. Oh, God. It sounds like a dumpling. Mm, it's got a dump in it. It um, involves taking a shit on a person's body, I believe. Oh. Hot oh, Carl. No. 
Oh. So is that like... You don't even want to know what a hot Carl Stefanovic is. There is no such thing. You also watch poor morning TV while the whole thing happens. So that's <laughs> yeah. all it is. Same thing. You just watch, just watched it you watch today. You in the same suit doing his feminist stunt. Oh. Every... Oh, yeah, that, I remember that. That's the worst. Um, yep. Wait, so is it typically a dude or anyone like... Oh, it's not like anyone receiving anyone. Yeah. Whilst taking it seemed shoot. gender neutral in that description. Yeah. Yeah. So. Why is it called a blumpkin? Because that's with, because surely that's a, that's a noun, and surely what you're doing mm. is more verby. Mm. Like surely it would be like blumpkining or blumming or something. Why is it? It might be a catch-all. You know how like the f word you can use in like just, yeah, just everything. So like you fancy it can be a, a noun, a verb, an adjective. Well, yeah. can it be an adjective? Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it sounds yeah. like, how would you use that as in, like, hey, uh, you know, last night we did so much blumpkin. <laughs> she gave me a blumpkin. Yeah. Uh, so there's a noun. A blumpkin. Is it just, like, do you a have blumpkin. to climax in order for it to blumpkin oh, achieve? It's not really specific. I think... I, I think th- even just doing it. I think if you do it, it's kind of... As soon as it hits the water, you're like, that's the end. Like, <laughs> so the, is the poo the blumpkin? Because it's, it's a... I think it's like the combination of getting... Oh. Why are we talking about this? Oh, no. I need to be educated. I need to be educated. Now you know what you've been calling your girlfriend. <laughs> it needs to go all together, so you need to be taking a shit. So a little shit needs to have come out. <laughs> I guess... There's a minimum requirement. For, minimum it to, for, for it to be a blumpkin, it needs to be a little bit of shit that's come out and a little bit of oral sex when it's happened. And, and you need Especially to... for women, that's, that's very... That's a lot of compromises need mm. to be made in order to achieve Blomkin status. Okay. Relationships are all that. about compromise. I literally had a text. <laughs> there's a text the other day, and I'm like, okay, thanks, Blomkin, or something like. Does I just thought it was like Alice. a cute name. Does she? Does she? She know? She? she no, knows she wouldn't. Means. She's, she's God, just very innocent. She knows so innocent. now. She is so. Once she listens to late night party boys. Oh, baby. Actually, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll tell her not to listen. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Just stop like, listening after the script read. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll she'll be like Finn, and then, then pause it. Pause then you're, at the end, your pet name will be Door Girl, and you'll yeah. be like, Why? Why? And I'll be like, Shut up, Blumpkin. She'll be like, What? And I'll be like, Nothing. <laughs> don't <laughs> look that up. Do not look that up. Never look that up. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Like, oh I, my god! I call her that like some someone would have heard us in public when I'm like, oops, like oh hey, here you go, Blumpkin. Like like you get her a drink or something and you bring uh, it back to the table. Maybe they just thought it was pumpkin and yeah. then they just glossed over. Like no one could affectionately call someone a Blumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna assume I got that. Here you wrong. go, you little shit, whilst receiving oral sex. Oh. Oh, oh man, god. that is great. <laughs> like, Guys, we at late night party boys. Do not condone. Advocate Blumpkins. We advocate them? Okay. Greatly. <laughs> I was going to go the other direction. You know you're having a good time at a party when you're like, I need to take a shit, but I want to have oral sex to receive oral sex too. Whoa, There's put no them together. time. There's no time. Put them together. To one before the other. Uh, it's Blumpkin time, baby. <laughs> oh, God. It's Blumpkin well, time. Make a little theme song. Blumpkin time. Blumpkin time. Blumpkin time. Damien is not liking this. Oh, yeah, Damien, you look like it's severely disturbed. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking also, uh, I'm not even going to bring it up because that's going to take us down a whole different path. Yeah. Um, I have to bring it up now, don't yeah, I? Yeah, that's yeah. The rules. yeah. So there's also a schlogan, which is worse. <laughs> that sounds like a Jewish toboggan, a schlogan. <laughs> it does, actually. Ooh, a schlogan. <laughs> well, a schlogan's when you do a blumpkin, but you're not on the toilet to begin with, so you kind of lead them down there and then do it. 
and it's oh, kind of like an act of trickery, so it's a lot worse. What? So you're like, yeah. okay, just go down so, on me, and then you're like, hang on. Let me take a seat. Then all of a sudden, you've pooped. And that's... But the seat is on the toilet. Yeah. Why? Who are these people that... A lot of people don't... have a lot of free time. I, think. <laughs> I, honestly, I want to know who is the person that could be tricked by that. Like, oh, hey, I'm in the toilet. Now. Like, who, who ends up in the toilet giving... Oh, sex and being like, did you just shit? Like, cause I did not see that coming. I did not who, agree to this. Who this is was that dumb motherfucker. I have a full day. I need to compact everything together. A slogan. <laughs> I've allotted ten minutes in my schedule to take a poo and or have oral sex. Then I got stuff to do. Oh man, that's too much stimulus for your body, isn't it? It is. I, I. This was supposed to be a classy affair, Ross. <laughs> Like, the title Late Night Party Boys was just meant to be wholesome tales for the whole family. Oh, yeah. That was in our description of yeah. our aims and our marketing. Oh, I well, guess this is an MA15 one now. Sponsored by Peroni and the joint. And Blumkins. The joint. Free Blumkins. Get a Blumkin over at the joint bar, guys, yeah. while wearing some good old Nikes. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's that's brought us to, yeah, that's, that's the end of our show today. Thank you for having me on. Well, thank you very much for coming on and talking about all the horrible things. Yeah, thank you for educating me. I will stop calling my girlfriend that. You should, oh. definitely, immediately. Yeah, should definitely I mean, stop, if I do now, then that. I just know better, don't I? You do. It's premeditated now if I, know, <laughs> yeah. if I call her that. Exactly. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Late Night Party Boys with Damien. And Ross. And that was Kimberly Lyle's party story. Late night party girl, Kimberly Lyle. Um, it, was, it was a pretty fun episode. Yeah. Um, definitely, the. it was very strange to see the, uh, I mean, the threesome play out. The threesome in the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, when you gotta go, you gotta go. When you gotta go, fuck, you gotta go, fuck. <laughs> you just can't control your hormones. Oh. This fire in my belly. In your belly? The sexual fire in Sexual <laughs> fire in your belly? Jesus, Ross. <laughs> we really do need to get out more, both of us. Like, even I know it's the fire in your loins. Yeah, the, your be- be- the, be- the, the belly, belly of my loins. The what? Your loins don't have a belly. The fire in your belly is like when you got a passion. Like, you, 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 like you're rocky. I have a passion for fucking. Jeez. Well, fine. Who am I to stop you? Go out there and fuck, Ross. Fuck to your heart's content. Let that... Fuck to my boner's content, more like. Oh, jeez. All right. That just about ends the episode. Thank you for listening.